This is your favorite podcaster, Romina, and you just tuned in to RM Podcast FL. Hello, my beautiful listeners, and welcome back to RM Podcast FL. This is your favorite podcaster, Romina. I'm super duper hyper today, you guys. I know, it's Tuesday, new episode. I got a lot of caffeine in me. I've been addicted to cold brew recently. It's amazing. Definitely keeps me up and energized. But first and foremost, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to our podcast. Numero dos, I want to remind you guys to go ahead and subscribe to our website, www.connectwithromina.com. Romina is spelled R-O-M-I-N-A. So go ahead and subscribe there, uh, there, you guys, because we actually uh, just launched an article towards Anxiety Emergency Kit. I've been getting a lot of emails, direct messages, and actually people through LinkedIn that just ran across my article have reached out to me. I've never met them, no connections, and I've created new connections. And I want to thank you guys for reading the long article and actually relating with it and for appreciating it that I open up towards what kicked in for the anxiety for me and how I was able to solve my anxiety and kind of have an anti-anxiety kit. So go ahead and read that article. You will find it on our website, www.connectwithromina.com. And number three, you're here because you want to listen to another amazing episode. And let me tell you, I got one for you. Today's guest speaker is Laura DeFranco. I'm going to try to say it in Italian. Laura DeFranco. <laughs> um, she's amazing, you guys. We actually talk about self-healing. We talk about body fool, how we can actually be in one level with our logic and emotions. We talk about steps you can take towards actually gaining confidence. She gives us some amazing tips and some amazing tips towards how we can actually be full and into our emotions and not let the emotions overcome the logic and find the perfect balance, which sometimes we unfortunately suffer from it. So I don't want to ruin the episode, you guys. Um, I just want to do a quick recap. Laura's amazing. I will put all her information on the show notes. So definitely make sure to look at it. She has uh, books, you guys. She is an amazing author. She is eight times Amazon bestseller and everybody knows Amazon and that means she's amazing. So, okay, I'll stop talking about how amazing she is. I will let you guys enjoy the episode. Um, Just go ahead and make sure you subscribe to our website. Again, connectwithromina.com. And I don't think I have nothing else to say, but uh, enjoy. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning into our end podcast, FL. I want to definitely thank you for investing your time to our show. And I'm excited today because today's guest speaker is Laura DeFranco. Hi, Laura. How are you today? Hey, I'm great. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. Well, first, I want to thank you, Andrea, for connecting us, actually. I connected with Andrea a while back. She's phenomenal. Yes. She's amazing. So, Andrea, if you listen to this, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> but without losing any time, I want to pass on the mic to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us how awesome you are. I don't know anybody else that knows you better than you know yourself. <laughs> thank you. Well, I spent 30 years in holistic physical therapy. I've owned my own practice since 2008, but you know, COVID kind of put a wrench in things and shut shut me down literally in one day. I had been transitioning over about four years to writing books and publishing and teaching courses and writing. 
And so I was happily forced into the pivot. And I can now say that I am the owner of Brave Healer Productions and we publish books that are changing the world, girl. <laughs> That's amazing. So everything just went great and then the virus hits and now you have to come up with a new strategy. You know, that's probably a pretty common story for a lot of people, right? You know, you're either really struggling or you made it happen however you could. And I have, I mean, an amazing story about that. I woke up on March 20th and I went to my computer. I, had, I was having a dream about doing a book that would help everybody do healing techniques at home. And so I went to the computer that morning and I said, ladies, I, it was a group that I teach. I said, who wants to write a chapter for this book? Like the world needs to understand how to do this. They can't get out to their people. They can't get out to their healers, whatever. And so in 48 hours, I had 24 yeses. And five weeks later, that first book was born, uh, The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing. So I think COVID was like a gift for me. It, it forced me into moving toward doing that and collaborating with other people, helping everybody, really, not only the people that needed to heal at home, but the business owners. I wasn't the only one whose business was shut down, you know, so it's been pretty cool. How, were you always this like motivated and always to look at things from a different lens or did something happen in your life that you're like, I have a problem now. Let me fix it. Let me find an, a solution. Cause typically I'd say the normal person uh, is, Oh my God, I have a problem. What the heck am I going to do? Like, <laughs> did something happen with you that you think things differently in life? What was that twisted point? Oh, that's a good question. I think I have always been a very, very highly motivated and ambitious person. And, you know, I started right off the bat in high school, kind of knowing what I wanted to do, wanted to be a healer and help people. And I went from step A to Z. And, you know, if you had to ask me about a moment, it would have been the moment I realized I had checked off all of the boxes of everything that everyone told me I should do to feel happy. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting there with all these achievements and all these accomplishments, a great career, all the stuff. And I thought, why don't I feel happy yet? Right. And I don't think I had ever really sat down to ask myself what I wanted. I just had learned all of these things about what I should want and that was definitely a moment for me that I had to solve that. That was a big problem. That was a big spiritual problem. It was, you know, big questions I was asking myself, but I'd say it turned out okay. <laughs> what do you suggest to somebody that maybe may be going through that moment? Like I'm a to-do list person, like right now, camera, this is my to-do <laughs> list. I love to-do yes. lists. Okay. If somebody doesn't have a to-do list, I'm like, let me teach you one to-do list. First thing make to-do list. <laughs> so how does somebody go from like being so organized and everything and then having a breakthrough moment is like, okay, do I really want this? Like I'm doing what it needs to be done, but I'm not happy. Like how do, how do you find your happiness and how do you self heal? Or is that somebody that needs to be there for you through that process? Well, the foundational skill and practice is awareness. And I will specifically say to people, it's 
you know, are you even checking in with how your body feels about those check marks you're checking? Like, are you doing things out of duty and obligation and should and have to? Um, or does this does the list really turn you on and you get excited about these things and you know you're feeling good about it like literally checking in is this a good feeling or is this a not so great feeling it took me a long time took me into my adulthood to really figure that out and listen that way how do you how should we um actually so one of your videos earlier the one for ted talk and you said in a moment there that, um, not the TED talk, the other one, when you published the book, I'm sorry, I confused it, but you said in a moment that you should let the feelings in your body and we should feel all the emotions. That was a moment. How do we do that? Because sometimes we tend to ignore and we tend to let, let logic, but not let the heart take over. How do we allow that in balance, if you can call it one? Yeah, many times we ignore it or stuff it down or numb it up. And I think it's because we've been taught to do that, you know, um, from being a little kid, like, oh, get up, you're fine. <laughs> In other words, don't feel, you know. That's the Albanian and, culture. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you have to first be aware that that's happening and that that is what you're doing even later on in your life or as an adult. But it's really just taking a, a moment to breathe, a moment to connect, a moment to close your eyes and quiet down. I hate to use the M word meditation because people think that I mean that they need to sit on a pillow for an hour and, you know, chant Om or whatever. And while that's really cool, it, it's not necessary. Really, any single moment of your life can be a moment to be, and this is my word, body full instead of mindful, right? And just be connected and grounded and centered with a few deep breaths. It's that simple some, sometimes. <laughs> so how can we be bodyful, which I love that term, but how mm -hmm. can we be bodyful, but also use logic? Well, I mean, there's never, you're always doing both things. It's just that a lot of the time you check out of your body and you're coming into your mind to solve problems, figure things out, analyze things, your reality, your situation right in front of you, but you've forgotten that you are in a body. It's like you cut yourself off from the neck down and you forget to breathe. You know, how many times have you gone through the day kind of shallow breathing or holding your breath? Or you saw me just do that with my shoulders, bracing against what's happening, you know, in your life in the moment. So you do have to check back in once in a while, but there's always two things going on as long as you're the observer of that thinking and the observer of the feeling, you're going to be able to um, really pay attention and then you've got a choice. So with awareness, you get a choice. But if you're not really conscious of those things, you're just reacting and being triggered all day long and stressing yourself out more. So uh, personally, I tend to take deep breaths or just yell in my own head, just say, thank Romina, thank Romina. I do this often when I'm, you know, in my feelings or when I'm upset or frustrated. And that, that works for me. It worked so far. Yes, we all have moments that sometimes we explode. And unfortunately, it's our loved ones that get a punch at sometimes, you know, literally, not, not literally speaking, guys, you know, just emotionally. 
But what did you say are some good steps for somebody that it's at the beginning of actually controlling themselves or controlling their emotions? What are some things that they, they can do first to get, you know, get that body full uh, momentum? Well, it is going to be slowing down and taking some time to sit and breathe and do nothing else. And people are so wired up and multitasking all day long with everything. They forget to give themselves a quiet moment. I would say that it has to start with at least giving yourself some moments for that stillness and that quietness. And then, you know, breath work is a profound healing work and just checking in with your breath that might, it might be that simple, but if I could add one more step, I would say grab your notebook and pen and do some journaling and reflecting on what you feel. Kind of <laughs> and, in mind. There you go. Yes. It works, you guys. It does work. It does. And those three things, you know, get, get still more often. Um, and I'll tell you this. I get still in a walk in the woods. It doesn't always mean that you have to just sit, right? It, it's just connecting with something that feels nourishing. So sometimes for me, it's walking in the woods, um, you know, picking up on that beautiful energy, relaxing, and definitely leave your phone at home. <laughs> See, um, I would leave my phone at home, but I'm a paranoid person. I need, like, you know, somebody there just in case of an emergency. But that is so true, though, because recent, well, the last year or so, I, I love, I love sunsets. So I just go watch sunsets, even when I'm stressed or when I'm happy or whatever, just go and cut and do that. And I think that's super important to kind of just, you know, take it all in because sometimes we don't do that. We're, we're always nonstop going, going, and we forget about the little moments. And the little moments are magic. A sunset, a sunrise, the way that the light shines through the leaves in the morning and you can see those sunbeams coming all the way down to the earth. The way that you hear the birds going back and forth in the trees. I mean, honestly, you can find these magical moments any moment you feel like. And you're right, we don't. We need to do that a little bit more often. You just like you just did a perfect painting the picture right there in my <laughs> in my head now after this interview I'm going to watch the sunset and like I already have my camera right right like ready right there and I'm just like I'm gonna see this moment so per perfect you you don't need any more convincing you guys to read her books I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> well that's the poet coming out in me and I see poetry everywhere like nature is probably one of my most favorite things to write about and be inspired by. And so no joke, when I go, I bring my phone too, but here's why when I go for those walks, because every single time I'm in that connection, the words want to move through. So I'm like on my little notes function on my phone, you know, typing out poems on the path. You'll often find me there. <laughs> That's, that's amazing. That's uh, plus oxygen. It kind of refreshes your mm. mind. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I have another question. Um, I, I keep saying I have another question, but I do have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> what do you find the most, what, what, if you can pick like number one or number two, the most stressful things that people go through that it's hard for them to space out and actually get in that bodyful moment? What is going on with today's society? Because you've been doing this for a while too. So how, 
Like, is there a shift change throughout the years that have changed, or is it always one or two things that are, you know, always the top on the top of the list? Well, I mean, you have, you know, I had a friend once who reminded me after I had been disappointed by a particular event in my life, she looked at me and she's like, nobody died. And I, that was a slap in the face for me. I was like, you're right. This is not a big deal. Like, why am I, right? Why am I doing this to myself? And so ever since she said that to me and kind of just knocked me back into, you know, being grateful, which is really where we need to be most of the day because there is so much to be grateful for. So, you know, if you're not talking about the big ones, death of a loved one, divorce, you know, loss of a job. You know, a lot of people lost jobs this year, right? So I don't know if, you know, you want to talk about those top ones, but I think if I went a tier underneath that, it would be issues within relationships, family relationships, lover relationships, friendships, where people are um, really feeling whatever it is. I mean, we can make a big long list, right? Um, hurt, betrayed, attacked, abused. I mean, there, there's all these things. I mean, where would we be without each other? We're here to be in connection with each other. And all of those things are moments, opportunities for learning and growing. But I think those top the list of stress. Do you think uh, the technology, the investment of the technology recently has helped or has damaged the self-healing or enjoying the moment process? A great question. I wonder. I'm, I'm so grateful for the ability to connect online, not only for my business, but also for some of the people that I know are alone and being um, with others on Zoom or wherever they are, uh, FaceTime, you know, that's the way that they can see their loved ones and connect right now. Man, don't you miss hugs? Yes. Like, yeah. And yes. Yeah, so, I see the blessing, like I choose to see that positive, but I am sure there are people who have been, um, you know, forced into another direction of negativity. I always suggest that you create your online platforms exactly how you want them. You know, don't put up with the BS and don't put up with the negativity. You know, you can, these are your pages, you know, your soul. So you can unfriend, you can unfollow, you decide. And you really have to surround yourself with upbeat, high vibe people to help you feel better. You can unfriend and you can decide. That's that's powerful because a lot of times when we feel like we're gonna hurt somebody, like it, when I first, uh, the other day, yesterday, for because it's uh, October 6th right now, you guys, that we recorded this. October 5th was the five-year anniversary that I moved to Jacksonville, uh, Florida, which I say it's Romina 2.0. <laughs> but that is so true, though, because you feel, sometimes you feel like, you, like you're dragging and you cannot let go of some people in your life, but it's important to sometimes let go to go through that healing process. Yes, especially if um, being around them is making you feel bad. And, uh, you know, the people in your life should help you feel like a better human and should help you feel nourished. And listen, you have that choice to walk away from people who are making you feel the opposite, 
right? So there's a lot of people that have don't have as high confidence as some people do. Where do you think people should find the confidence to sometimes to walk away or press a reset button on their life mm. to to better? And I'm not talking I'm not talking here just about a relationship, but I'm talking even about a job like that drains you, takes your all your energy, or a friend, or uh, a career. Like, where do you find that confidence? Is there a process that people can go through? Well, you don't get the confidence first. And this is the big deal with this is people think that they need to feel confident before they take the action they know they should take. And they'll wait forever trying to feel clear and courageous and confident. And they'll sit paralyzed waiting for that feeling that never comes. So guess what the secret is? It's taking the action with the feeling of lack of confidence or fears or scary. uncertainty. It is really scary. However, it works because when you jump through that wall of fire, you know, you look at this thing and you're like, oh, I can't do it. I don't have the confidence, you know, but if you would just jump through, you'd look back and realize that wall was a millimeter thick. And now you're standing tall on the other side of it and you're feeling a little more confident. Go figure. So it's the action that gets you the feeling. I feel like that's important for a lot of people to listen because we always try to find that confidence, but it's the action that gets you confidence. Cause you look at it, you're like, Oh, look at what I just did. Like I got the courage. I got this. That's yep. a, I, I never thought of it like that. I thought of how can you help people be more confident, but not push people towards actions to gain confidence. Because it's those experiences. And so the more experiences you have, the better you learn and grow and build your confidence for having done those things. And I'm, I'm talking about making some mistakes and possibly having a failure or two, but I consider those to be stepping stones. So I like stepping these days because I know the more mistakes I make, the faster I'm going to get to where I want to go. And yeah, it's just, a, it's a reframe there. You, if you're afraid of failure, what if failure was the exact thing you needed to do to get where you want to go? It's an interesting question, right? <laughs> I mean, if we look back at it, a lot of moments that we thought it was a failure, and now we look at it, we're like, I'm so glad it happened because it's a teachable moment. Yeah. Without knowing that lesson, what I got from there, I wouldn't do X, Y, or Z. Yes, you understand what you're made of. You are who you are because of all of those things you've been through. You're able to teach others because of those things. Amazing. I love it. Now let's talk a little bit about your books in the back. I love the collection there. Uh, what, which one of them is your latest one? Oh my goodness. So the orange beauty is my latest and this is the ultimate guide to self-healing. This is a 25 author collaboration. These are healers, practitioners, and coaches who stepped up to tell their authentic stories and teach a self-healing tool in every single chapter. Mm -hmm. So there are modalities of mind, body, and soul throughout the book. And man, these authors, they're badass. They're amazing human beings. That's a 24 author collaboration. I'm going to attach that information. I know you mentioned that last time we actually talked and at the beginning of this interview, I'm not going to lie audience. I have not read the book, but I feel like more than ever, I need a, a level of self healing myself too. I know, you know, sometimes you go through like phases yourself. It's like a reset button. 
that book yeah. would be absolutely very handy, especially it in would. times. It would. There'll be something in this book that will resonate with you no matter who you are. That's the beauty of that. It's like carrying around a little toolkit and you can look in there in the table of contents and you can kind of read which ones pique your interest and just choose those to read or you can read it from cover to cover, you know, and get the whole deal. But yeah, this is um, the the uh, one that I just showed you is our third volume. So um, things have been pretty pretty crazy around here. <laughs> now you also help uh, help others towards writing their books and put their ideas on pen and paper. If let's say I want to write a book or even make it simple, want to write an article, I have these ideas, but they're all over the place. Where do I, where the heck do I even start besides grabbing a pen and a paper or just sitting in front of the computer? I think it's really good to ask yourself, especially if you're an entrepreneur or business owner and you have a mission that, you know, what content, no matter what it is you're talking about, a blog, a book, podcast, are you aligning with that bigger mission and vision? So if you're all over the place with your content, you know, some of it might align really well with what you're doing in the world and bringing people into your world, like with a blog, let's say. Um, but others might just be sort of random topics and you're like this and that, and then it doesn't really align so much, right? And we can get very overwhelmed with all of this stuff that we're supposed to be doing. But if you can hone it in a little bit and really ask yourself, okay, is this does this go with my big vision and my mission? And when somebody comes and reads this, are they gonna really understand what I'm all about and then wanna take the next step with me, right? Cause you're gonna want that call to action. So yeah, my very, my very favorite thing is to help people with their nonfiction signature book for their business because these things brand you literally. That is so true with alignment though, because this podcast alone has been like a hundred percent my thoughts, everything, what I stand for. Sometimes I get, you know, oh, that was harsh what you said, or I didn't agree with that. But that is so true because once you're aligned with something and once you stay authentic to your voice, to your product, you'll see it will resist time. And maybe not today, but tomorrow, somebody else out there, you know, you will learn from it too. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to get a message through in order to help for the bigger picture. Do you, Definitely. do you think people struggle to find their alignment though? Because sometimes because of all the noise that we have around us, the brain blocks, social media, the technology, what X, Y, or Z wants from us, is it hard for people to find their alignment? And if they're lost, how do they get like rewind it back to their true self. It is, right? It seems like people really struggle with this. When I finally figured it out at, I was well into my 40s. It took me a long time to figure out that alignment means joy. It is that simple. And we try to complicate this over and over again. I think we make ourselves lost because we're, we think that someone's gonna come along and tap a magic wand on the top of our head and we're gonna find our purpose and be in alignment all of a sudden. And you know that secret is that you choose what feels good to you, what brings you the joy, what direction when you move in it 
are you feeling good and motivated and alive, fiercely alive? I like that term, right? And so back a few years ago, I had somebody in a class ask me, how do you have so much energy? And I thought, hmm, well, about four years ago, I started to prioritize my own joy. And that's how I have so much energy. <laughs> right? It's all about joy. And yes, they, I mean, the answer is people really do struggle with that. I don't think that people sit and even ask themselves the question, what brings me the most joy? That is so true, though, because especially if you find that inner joy, you'll that's when you find the person being by themselves and being happy, or, you know, going out for a ride or reading a book or Starbucks all alone. And those are some people that if they're by themselves, they freak out, they need that company. They need somebody else, even if they're not talking, just for reassurance. Yes, I mean, right now is an interesting time to talk about a lot of these subjects because of what we're going through. And hey, I mean, we're here to connect with other human beings. We're here to feel that kind of belonging. We need each other in those ways. And it's not wrong to feel that way, right? So um, yes, it's really, really good when you connect with somebody who helps you feel like a better person. I think I said that earlier. Um, I learned that the hard way over many, many years of being with different people. And I was the one that kept trying harder, kept trying harder. And when it wasn't working out, I finally had to ask myself, okay, what is going on here? You know, it takes two people coming to the middle and doing that work together. Right. But yeah, you're, you're totally right about that. We all want to feel connected and like we belong with each other. Well, to add something of what you just said, uh, cause you're mentioning like both parties should meet in the middle. Um, and this can be relationship friendships, like family, anything. Uh, one thing that, and I might be mistaken for saying this, but Hey, it's my podcast. Um, one thing that I've discovered though, is sometimes if you are too much in yourself, meaning that you know what you enjoy, you know, where your inner piss comes from, you want to share it with a lot of people because you feel like you're spreading more joy, but sometimes it overwhelms others. No kidding. Like if, you, if there's something you nerd out about or something that you love, <laughs> it, might, it might overwhelm somebody else, but we do this completely without understanding what in the world we're doing wrong when from you, from your side of you, it's coming out good. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been told, oh, you know, quiet down, you're being too much right now. Like, right. And so listen, I had been told that enough times in my, you know, earlier life. I love being at a point now where I can just unapologetically be the full on turned on me. I mean, if somebody thinks I'm too much or if I'm overwhelming somebody with my energy, well, okay, they can walk away. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I have to stop being that energy. And yeah, you're right. I mean, that is going to happen, but I still, I don't think people should be afraid of, um, expressing like that, man, the world needs you lit up. They need your high vibrations, right? And so spend so much of my life quiet, keeping, keeping quiet, making sure I wasn't ruffling any feathers, making sure I wasn't bothering anybody. Oh my God, please. Makes me <laughs> tired. 
tired thinking of it. <laughs> well, one thing I would also say, because I haven't always been like this, uh, something my friend of mine one time called me uh, a party pooper or a negative Nancy, oh. those terms. <laughs> and it kind of changed me. I was like, well, let's look at things this way. So try to match somebody else's energy and I end up being the super hyper one. So try <laughs> this one time, guys, you know, try to be like match the energy of somebody else and mirror them. And then you'll find yourself in that vibration. You're just going to be like, what the heck is going on? I didn't even have coffee for the day. But it will feel amazing because you'll be all positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you'll, of course, attract people who need that. And, you know, if I think it's really important to be responsible for your energy. And when you're walking into a room to understand where you're at with it and how you do affect other people with it. And if everybody would just do that one thing, just be responsible for, you know, what's going on inside of you and the energy you're bringing to whatever it is, um, that would be a game changer for a lot of people, right? Have you ever canceled dates or interviews or appointments because your energy didn't match? Oh, sure. Did you find that to be the best thing to do or did you find that as a backup? Oh, I don't match the energy to bring up an awesome product. The reason why I'm asking is because I recently canceled, like rescheduled an interview because my energy was not going to bring in the right product and the guests end up getting offended. I totally hear you, but I, th more power to you, seriously, for being, that's exactly what I'm saying. If you can be responsible for where your energy is at, and yes, it's inconvenient. And if it happens last minute, I get that piece. And you don't want to be a repeat offender of that over and over again. Then, you know, you get a reputation for canceling, but that's not you. And you know that you can be confident in the fact that you are professional and you treat others with respect. And, but this time you're doing them a favor seriously, because when you can't bring it, then if that person doesn't understand, that's their issue. Most of the people that I run with that understand this idea, yeah. they're, like, they're like, hey, no problem. Let's get it on the schedule for when, you know, when we can next. And yeah, so I would, um, I would be pr pretty unapologetic about that too. And I am in general because I know me now and I know the levels that I'm at. And if I am down a couple of notches, yeah, you don't want me on your show. You know, no, especially if I'm so. trying to get like an amazing product and yes. if that person is listening to this episode. I am <laughs> honestly sorry. It just my energy didn't match that day. And right. if I'm going to bring something to life, I don't want to sound boring and have people get exhausted by listening to me talk like this. Like, <laughs> let's not do that. <laughs> well, how many times do you say yes and do something out of the obligation or duty, but your energy levels are very low? Maybe you're really tired. You're just not feeling well that day, or you have some work to do on your mindset that day. It's, it's not, you know, toward the other person. It's more just taking care of yourself and self-care. This is a piece of it is really, really important. Um, and it all comes back to taking that responsibility for it. Well, if, um, if anybody can get any lesson from my, my example and what Laura just expressed, uh, definitely do not, you know, own up your energy. Um, I wrote it down responsible for your energy. I actually wrote it down when you were talking earlier, because I think that's super important because we don't realize or we don't do a temperature check or, you know, uh, 
real quick on ourselves and then 10 minutes later everybody it's like i don't want to hang out with you anymore or what in the world is wrong with you so i think that's absolutely very important to take a step back check your energy check your temperature make sure you're good not that you have covid yet guys i'm not talking about fever but check your temperature <laughs> for your it just the times just match when i say check your temperature that's what clicks on my hat <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, Laura, I know you've been doing this for quite some time and I know you definitely have a support group and you also have people that you help out with. Can you please tell us how can people get a hold of you in order to go ahead and start the self-healing process and start that, their process with you right away? Yes, please come visit bravehealer.com. If you guys are on Facebook, I have a really great free group. I have a couple free groups for the writers in your audience. The Right Habit, W-R-I-T-E, The Right Habit is a great online writing club on Facebook. And I have Brave Badass Healers, a community for world changers. So you can find me in those groups on Facebook and really get connected with a community who's doing exactly what we were talking about. We're taking responsibility for our energy. We're helping each other and we're really sort of jumping into the collaborative energy so that we can really change the world. That's amazing. And your books, I'll go ahead and attach all the information below you guys. So you definitely can go ahead and I'll attach your uh, Laura's website as well. It'll be a click away. So if you're really lazy and don't want to type the whole name or misspell something, it's a click away. So thank you. There's no excuse there for you. <laughs> now, I know you just recently launched the book. Uh, you have a lot of new things because it seems like COVID, you know, made you busier than slow you down. It did. <laughs> <laughs> what is the latest project that you're working towards? Would you like to share that with us? Oh, thank you so much. Well, The Ultimate Guide to Self-Healing, um, I mentioned that we just launched volume three and volume four, the roster is full and we'll be moving forward to kick off that project. It'll be a 2021 launch. So that one is in the works. And we'll have another one coming out this November um, from the Wellness Universe. They are going to be doing a collaborative book project on stress relief. Okay. And so, yeah, those are the two biggies right now. So thank you very much for asking. Absolutely. And once I do lunch in 2021, please let me know so we can go ahead and put it on the website too. That would be amazing. Yep. Yeah, of Absolutely. course. Thank you. And yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I know you guys, you probably are, you know, have a lot of thoughts from this interview. Definitely want to connect with Laura. You have a lot more questions because this is what the podcast is supposed to be. You know, not answer every single question from you guys, but actually have you thinking, do some, you know, soul searching and do some of your own investigation in your head. But if there's anything that Laura can help with, please go ahead and connect with her. Um, tell her Romina Sanji or from the RM podcast FL. Definitely let her know. Now, my last and favorite question, I'm always intrigued with the answer of this one. What is your personal definition of success? Mm. Oh, success really is waking up every morning, already breathing in the joy, no matter what happens that day or what you achieve. Success is a mindset. And you can have it right this moment as you bask in the abundance all around you, your beautiful place that you're living, the people that you're with, your health, your body that can walk across the room, 
that's successful. <laughs> okay. That is. And sometimes we tend to, you know, take things for granted, especially with health and especially with, you know, just being able to do things because we those we consider those normal when not everybody has the privilege. That's exactly right. It, you know, it's it's just really good to remember that um, achievements don't always equate to success. And um, success is also very, you know, it's, it's kind of what we're taught. And so what if we could make our own definition of what that is, right? I already feel successful in my life. You know, if today was my last day, I would have absolutely no regrets and I would feel that I have lived a very successful life. And so I love to ask people, you know, the question back, um, if you're not feeling that way, why? And go right to gratitude because gratitude will abolish any other feelings you're having. You can't have fear and gratitude at the same time. So you might as well jump over there to the good stuff, right? <laughs> and, I, and I love asking the last question because doing this for over a year now, since June 2019, I have yet to get somebody to say success is having X amount of money. Yes. Like by people's <laughs> definition of success, you also get to learn a lot more about the person. I've had people say, free, uh, you know, um, money, like free, financial freedom, which is more than understandable because they would love to travel or do this or another thing. But I have yet found that person to say this amount, X amount of money. So if you guys are just hunting for the money, the audience, I am really sorry you're lost because there's a lot more things in life than just money. Yes. And I know it's not easy. Comes and goes. It's not easy to come sometimes. I understand that. But there's a lot more things successful that you can redefine. Like Laura said, redefine your own success definition. Yes. I love it. <laughs> well, Laura, I definitely want to thank you so, so much for taking your time, being a part of RM Podcast FL. Any last thing that you'd like to pass on along to our listeners? Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, so just remember, your words will change the world if you're brave enough to share them. So be brave, you guys. I love it. I feel like that was something I needed to hear to myself. Good. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for being a part of RM Podcast FL. And for all you, my dear listeners, if you're listening to this on podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcast juice from, make sure to tune in every Tuesday. We have new episodes. Make sure to connect with Laura. And if you guys want to see our awesome and pretty faces, this video of the podcast is also available on YouTube, on connectwithromina.com, as well as on the social media channels. Thanks so much, guys. Hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you. Oh, <laughs>